When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Ram fans, this is Rams Up, your favorite LA Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at LA Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. Episode 369 here, and Super Bowl 58 is in the books. And you know what? Hey, we're all friends here, right? We're all Ram fans, at least for the most part. This was a very joyous ending to a Super Bowl. Almost as good as Aaron Donald pressuring Joe Burrow forcing an errant pass, or Mike Jones tackling Kevin Dyson at the two-yard line to preserve a Super Bowl win for our Rams. If the 49ers are going to get to the Super Bowl, this is the ending I would want, and I'm sorry. This may sound mean, this may sound spiteful, but hey, I just really enjoyed that ending, and I loved watching the 49ers go down once again looking for their first title since 1995. And in that time, the Rams have been to four Super Bowls, won two of them, the 49ers now 0-3. 
our arch rivals once again failing to get it done. It is episode 369. We'll quickly talk about a number 69 that played for the Rams, Sebastian Joseph Day. And good timing because he played in this Super Bowl for the 49ers, contributed one assistant tackle. He was a six-round pick by the Rams in 2018 out of Rutgers, played three years for the Rams, then the Chargers, waived by the Chargers, picked up by the 49ers. So congratulations, Sebastian Joseph Day, your second Super Bowl, one win, one loss. So what do I have to say about this Super Bowl? It started out as a pretty pitiful game, to be honest with you. I was going to go golfing, go back to my regular MO when the Rams aren't playing in a Super Bowl, get 18 holes in back by the end of halftime, and get caught up by the fourth quarter. But I decided just to chill, had the game on mute, followed it along, doing research for future pods, Pretty boring first half and kind of poorly played by the offenses, at least. Kind of felt like the Rams offense would have been more entertaining in this game. Second half got a little bit more interesting. It all started with that punt going off 49ers foot, recovered by the Chiefs, and they convert that into a touchdown. Things got interesting after that. And that goes back to what I said were going to be the keys to this game. Now, I didn't get everything right. I thought it was going to be a higher scoring game. My prediction was 30 to 27 Chiefs, but I did think turnovers would be key. The 49ers have thrived on takeaways. While the Chiefs have done pretty well, while the Chiefs have done pretty well without a lot of takeaways. Now, both teams turned the ball over twice. The Chiefs' first turnover was pretty costly. Probably were going to put three points on the board, if not a touchdown, before Isaiah Pacheco fumbled. The Chiefs' second interception, Patrick Mahomes overthrowing Travis Kelsey, really just cost them a possession, but it did result in them getting pinned back at their one-yard line. The 49ers' two turnovers, the first one by McCaffrey, ended a promising drive. No way of knowing if that was going to end up in points, but the second turnover was probably the big one. 49ers had control that game, hadn't created separation, but things were going their way. They looked like the better team, and then that happened. I also talked about the coaching disparity, Andy Reid versus Kyle Shanahan. You know, Shanahan is obviously very gifted when it comes to drawing up offensive plays and directing an offense, but I think in big-time moments, I'll go with Andy Reid. But, you know, I can't say that Shanahan had a bad day other than losing. I think Steve Spagnuolo might have outcoached him a bit. We'll get to that in a second. But still, I'll roll with Andy Reid any day of the week. And then, of course, Purdy versus Mahomes. Purdy was okay. He had a few balls batted down, extended some plays, made some key throws. But overall, he's just a guy at quarterback, in my opinion. And that's something 49er fans have to worry about going forward. Purdy is efficient, likable. Steps up for the most part, but is he in that same category as Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford? No, he is not. You can win Super Bowls moving forward with a really good defense and a dynamic offense, but Brock Purdy rolling up against Matthew Stafford or Patrick Mahomes or some of these other top-tier quarterbacks, I don't know. I wouldn't have a good feeling about that if I was a 49er fan. Take a look at some other keys to this game. 
The Chiefs actually limited McCaffrey in the most important way. Yeah, he had a combined 160 yards, 80 passing, 80 receiving, including that touchdown reception on the trick play. But he did not have the big plays. He did not gash the Chiefs on the ground. His longest run was just 11 yards. Now that's fine for some running backs, but this 49er offense They count on McCaffrey busting a big one every game, and that did not happen. So shout out to the Chiefs' defense. They were really the unit of the day, in my opinion. Early on, the 49ers' defense looked like they were going to have the day. Really confusing Mahomes. Made the Chiefs look pretty sad at times, actually. I had a hard time convincing myself I was watching the two of the best offenses in football early on in this game. It was kind of ugly. But in the end, the Chiefs' defense was the real difference maker in this game. And then Mahomes, of course, on the last drive. And Jake Moody. Yeah, he hit those long field goals, but he missed that point after. Wow. Now, if you're going to draft a kicker in the third round, I've been harping on this all season. Yeah, he should hit a 53-yarder and a 55-yarder. And he should also make his points after And that actually may have cost the 49ers the game. And as I mentioned, uh, going into this game, one thing I overlooked is what Steve Spagnuolo brings to this. What a masterpiece he brought with this Chiefs defense. My special assistant who knows everything but prefers to remain anonymous warned me a couple days ago, Spagnuolo could be the guy. He's the guy that could win the day for the Chiefs. And I think he did. The Chiefs defense held the 49ers to 382 yards in five quarters. Not a bad day. Didn't shut them out by any means. 49ers had their moments on offense, but overall, if you told me the Chiefs were going to hold the 49ers to 382 yards and 22, well, if it was a kicker other than Jake Moody, maybe 23 points. I think the Chiefs would be happy with that. But the bottom line is the difference in quarterbacks. This is a mismatch for the ages as far as the quarterback department goes in Super Bowls. There's probably been some other games, but it was evident in this game. And, you know, Purdy's okay. You know, I'd probably be happy with him as my quarterback, but I don't think he's a top 10 quarterback. Not in the big time games, not in a Super Bowl. Sorry, not good enough. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So where does that leave our Super Bowl standings? And I keep track of this. I start in what I call the Martz era, 1999, moving forward. And why? Because it paints a great picture of our Los Angeles Rams and St. Louis Rams. That's why guilty as charged. I just find it comical. Some of these fans of the big-time, iconic franchises, the 49ers, Steelers, Cowboys, and Raiders come to mind. They just have it in their head that they are the great franchises in the NFL. Well, in the Martz era, post-greatest show on turf, this is how the standings break out. Number one, the New England Patriots. Six wins and three losses. I give three points for a win, one point for a loss in the Super Bowl. Nine Super Bowl appearances for the New England Patriots in these 26 years. Pretty impressive. 21 points total. Don't like the Patriots, but you got to salute them. The Kansas City Chiefs actually leapfrog our team into second place with their third win in this era. All three very recent wins actually three wins in the last five years three and one in the marts era in the chisat era four appearances for 10 points and in third place our los angeles rams st louis and los angeles rams two wins and two losses four appearances eight points then you have the steelers and giants and the broncos all with seven points the buccaneers and the Ravens with six points, Seahawks and Eagles with five, Colts with four, thank you Peyton Manning, and then the 49ers with three, the 49ers with three, three losses and three Super Bowls, the Saints and Packers three points as well, Panthers and Falcons two points, and then five teams with one loss, the Titans, Raiders, Bengals, Bears, and Cardinals. So in this era, the top three teams, it's pretty clear, Patriots, Chiefs, and Rams since 1999. Now, it's probably a good time to point out a pet peeve I discussed a while back. 
regarding Super Bowl standings. And there's a site out there that posts just that. Don't have the name in front of me here. But what they did was they calculated the standings based on winning percentage. So by their calculus, since 1999, the Green Bay Packers, with one Super Bowl appearance, a win, and a 1,000 winning percentage, would be ahead of the Rams because the Rams at 2-2 two and two have a 500 winning percentage. So just a reminder to anybody out there that's surfing Super Bowl standings on cyberspace, my approach is much better than winning percentage. Winning percentage makes no sense. You get in once, you win a game. I'm sorry if another team is getting in four or five times and winning two or three of those. They should be ahead of a team that's 1-0 in Super Bowls. And that's all I'm going to say about that. And so the 49ers, looking for their first title since 1995. That's 29 years, by the way. And do I get great satisfaction out of sharing that with you? Yes, I do. 49ers have a great fan base in one regard. It's a very large fan base. Our tiny little Ram fan base is elated this evening, this day, following Super Bowl 58. The Chiefs beat the 49ers 25-22. to And the obvious question moving forward is, and we're going to talk about this over the next few weeks, where does this leave the NFC West? The 49ers kind of went all in, brought in Randy Gregory, Chase Young, Javon Kinlaw, all those guys are free agents, along with Tashawn Gibson, Sebastian Joseph Day, the big trade last year for McCaffrey, which was supposed to get them over the top, John Feliciano, Ray Ray McLeod, and don't be surprised if Trent Williams retires. Juwan Jennings, he's restricted, but they have a lot of things they have to figure out. Now their core comes back, but they also have some salary cap issues to deal with. Got about a half a million dollars in cap space at the moment, not even enough to sign their draft picks. So the NFC West will be really interesting next year. The Rams in a position to make some moves. The best quarterback in the division by far. Had a great draft last year. Seattle has a lot of really promising young players as well. They've hit on their last two drafts, plus a coaching change. Not sold on Geno Smith, though. And then the Cardinals, I think they're getting things turned around slowly there. Do they make a change at quarterback? They stick with Kyler Murray. 2024 is going to be an interesting year in the NFC West. I'm sure the 49ers will be favored, but coming off a Super Bowl loss, are they going to be able to bounce back? We'll have to see. They seem to be somewhat of a cursed franchise, and I see it right now. Uh, My prediction... Rams and 49ers butting heads, and somehow the Rams come out on top and return to the Super Bowl and get that matchup we've all been waiting for since that game at the Coliseum, the greatest regular season game in the history of the NFL, Jared Goff versus Patrick Mahomes. Patriots spoiled it that year, and we had to play them in the Super Bowl instead of the Chiefs. My prediction right now, next year, Super Bowl 59 in New Orleans. We finally get it. Rams versus Chiefs. Matthew Stafford versus Patrick Mahomes. Doesn't that sound a lot better than Brock Purdy versus Patrick Mahomes? I think so. It's going to be fun. 
let's get it done. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.